Welcome to Ride Home Reactions, the 20-minute show where we react to the movie we just saw. Why 20 minutes? Because that's how long it takes us to drive home. I'm David Els, video production guy for InTheCarMedia.com. And I am Jill Rogatti, theater lady from SoapAndRopeTheater.com. We saw a movie on our first date and liked talking about it together so much that we got married. Was it worth it? You decide! All right. We just saw Deadpool 2. And on the count of three, we'll give our 1 to 10 rating. Oh, wait. Hold on one <laughs> second. We belong. We belong. We belong together. We belong. Okay. One, two, three, six point five. Good music. Mm-hmm. The music was fun. And I really liked the beginning, and I really liked the ending. Which leads me to believe that what I liked so much about the first Deadpool was the relationship between him and a uh, character whose name I forget, his his girlfriend. Sorry, there's there's someone being real weird. Yeah, what are they doing? Behind me, I don't know. I don't know. They're just like taking up the entire lane, mm. but they're not doing anything. <laughs> anyway, uh, I guess I would have liked to see more um, anguish <laughs> or, I don't know, maybe killing her not as early on. Because I, I just think that the movie doesn't work as well without her in it. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was a weird test of, even with a funny superhero movie... You got to allow the audience a little bit of sincere emotion. Mm -hmm. And every time they went there, it eventually flipped to humor Mm -hmm. in the sad moment. Yeah. Like, they couldn't just stay with it. Which didn't bother me while I was watching it, but it also made me not emotionally invested. Like, it Uh, stopped me from having that as an effective, you know, storyline. Yeah. Yeah, I think the first movie indulged a bit more in kind of, yeah, sincere moments, which it needed. Mm-hmm. This is a different director. I think at least two of the writers are the same as the first one, but the director is different. So I feel like the tone changed a bit as well. Yeah. It reminded, it made me think of Looper. Oh, of like the same It was themes. like a really crass Looper. Yeah, yeah, that's crass true. Crass and humorous Looper. <laughs> you know, he lost his right. wife. And right. it's kind of all consumed in that of in that, and then this boy enters his life, and yeah. suddenly he sees things differently. Yeah, it's basically the same story. I also feel like recently in the movies that we've been watching, there have been lots of themes of sacrifice. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely a new, which is interesting. Is uh-huh. that like a? Is that kind of a theme that we all need to hear? Are we all? I don't know. Desperate I, I, for I don't that? know if it's the it's happening more. Or if they were just having a podcast while watching movies like that. Because I, I think that those themes are evergreen. You know, but that movies. was like the main reoccurring theme in Avengers, too. Sure. Uh, I think uh, Avengers Civil War was funnier than this movie, which I think it, you know... Deadpool is supposed to be a funny... Avengers like, Civil War was funny? Sorry, I didn't mean Civil War. I meant uh, oh. Infinity War. 
<laughs> I was there, like, I do not remember no that. There is no Avengers Civil War. That would be a Captain America. So okay. I was wrong on multiple fronts. But um, For one moment, Jill Regatti <laughs> and knows a bit more about <laughs> the Avengers world. Um, so yeah, I, I, I found Infinity War to be like much better written jokes than mm, this one. Mm-hmm. I thought that the jokes were a little... Uh, <laughs> the, thing, the times I laughed the most in Deadpool were the physical comedy bits. Yeah. I, yeah, it's true. I thought they were so funny. I couldn't get enough of him when he was in the prison and he <laughs> his like, back lifelessly. is broken on yeah. like the picnic table. Yeah. <laughs> it was very funny position that he ends up in. Um, he, there was also a really funny moment when... Um, cable like breaks all of his arm like multiple times so it's <laughs> super floppy yeah. but he still is fighting so that was really funny and then also when he has little legs that's <laughs> a dumb joke and I loved it I think that joke didn't really work for me but I could tell that it was working for everybody I wish else, it so. wasn't I honestly wish they had figured out a way to do it not CGI uh-huh. like no yeah if they had that would have been funnier creepy like puppet kid legs or like, would, I agree yeah like actual kid legs I, I have trouble when a C, when CGI is is what you're relying on to sell the joke yeah that's definitely Agreed. a thing that I deal with <laughs> as a movie watcher because that's not a difficult thing that's like a common that's like skits in camp in high school you know you yeah. can figure that out with the curtain like, and you have the hands being the legs yeah, so yeah. it's I would have appreciated, and of course not that, but there are definitely ways of doing that with real legs right. <laughs> that I think would have been very funny. Yeah. A practical joke, if you will. Yes. I thought the, uh, the New Zealand kid had very good fixed point work. Oh, yeah, he did. I bet he has some Lecoq training. Pulling the rope. Yeah. I, th- I like him a lot. Yeah. If people haven't seen The Wilder People... Hunt for the Wilder People, yeah. Hunt for the Wilder People. You should. I think that was his debut as far as Americans are concerned anyway. Sure, yeah. He's a great kid actor. I thought he managed a good tone Mm -hmm. in a movie that I think tone is difficult. Yeah. (laughs) And yeah, David, since you asked, I did have one tear come down my face. I Mm -hmm. thought you might have. I did. Towards the end. Just one. Yeah. Like I said, the ending, like the moment with him and his girlfriend... Wonderful, great. I know. The very last one. When yeah. she's like, no. It's not your time. <laughs> I don't remember what exactly she said that made me cry. Not cry, cry. Just feel something. Uh-huh. But you're not supposed to wait till the very end to feel something. <laughs> I should have already been somewhat emotionally invested. Yeah. But the whole beginning... It... It's like it robbed me of being able to experience any emotion. The way that they started it, clearly he's in his house and he's miserable and wants to kill himself and Uh sees pictures of her everywhere. Yeah. So it's like they've already flagged that she's going to die. Right. So that pulls you out of it. And then when she actually does, you're like, well, right, because you showed us that. Yeah, usually when you, you know? when you tease an eventuality at the very first scene, you don't then show it five to ten minutes later right. as, like, the completion of it. Right. So, yeah, just, yeah, like you said, it just kind of robs you of the dramatic heft that 
yeah. her death should have had. I don't know if that's the, the writing or the directing that I want to criticize a little bit more for oh, that. I think it's, I mean combo. I don't think I don't think you need to start the movie with that scene so the writing I would say. Yeah. Or like don't don't betray that it's her that is why his house is destroyed and the cheese knife is in the wall and yeah. he's lighting himself on fire, you know. Right. Honestly, I, I was just kind of bored a lot of the movie. And I don't get bored in movies easily. Mm. I wasn't as bored as I was during Civil War. Sorry. <laughs> and now we're talking about Captain America, right? Now we're really talking okay. about Captain America. <laughs> David, I've got mine straight. Yeah, you're, you're like a title, you. title queen. Title queen. Um, it was a little confusing for me to have T.J. Miller in this one because I think that... What's, his act, what's Deadpool's actor's name? Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds sounds like T.J. Miller to me. <laughs> uh-huh. So that kind of confused my brain the whole time. Also, T.J. Miller is sort of in a uh, limbo right now as far as hashtag Me Too. Is he now? Yeah, he, he's been accused of inappropriate behavior by a woman. Right. And then, so that that was kind of like, he addressed that as saying like, this woman's kind of crazy. She's been stalking my girlfriend and I since college. I don't know what to tell you. She's trying to take advantage of this movement. So the people are like, okay, cool, cool, cool. And then he was arrested for something crazy. But that was sort of like, oh, gosh. I, now this changes the way we interpret this kind of accused stalker's oh, accusation. Yeah. So I, I forget exactly what it is. But he's been dropped from projects like... Okay. Um, forget what he's not going to appear in. It might be that he's not going to appear in Deadpool 3. <sighs> but yeah, either way, it's just kind of weird to see him now. Yeah. Especially, oh yeah, so he dropped from Silicon Valley. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. that seems like something where he had behavioral issues as well, based on what I've read. So Okay. I really liked Lady Luck from Atlanta. Oh yeah, she is in Atlanta. I was trying to replace her. Basically, everybody in Atlanta is my new favorite actor. Uh-huh. They're all so stinking good. And then they're being pulled into all these other projects. And they just continue to be amazing. Yeah. Halfway through the movie, I'm like, where are the female characters? You killed the first one, the only one in the Mm -hmm. first few minutes. So I'm glad that the kind of... She doesn't come in right away. But once she does, she's really great. I enjoy her. What I didn't like about her is her introduction where they're kind of auditioning... X-Force members mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they have that really awkward conversation where they're just like is luck each a superpower other. or not yeah, yeah. I, I just I thought that dialogue was just terrible it was a lost opportunity I think I think it could have been funnier I, I just felt like the writers were very impressed with the jokes they'd written and so they're like this is all gold I love this stuff yeah and I was just like no none of this is gold I get what you're trying to do here it doesn't work it doesn't work rewrite yeah, rewrite yeah, yeah yeah it's funny because throughout the whole movie Ryan Reynolds' character is like, that was lazy writing, lazy writing, that was lazy writing. He says it at least three times, I think. So it's like, well, yep. I I don't know. Mm, Are we flagging this? Uh (laughs) But I appreciated her... I don't know. I guess I just like that superpower of being lucky. Uh No, I like that too. But it it put her in a very, like, powerful, powerful position in an interesting, different way. Yeah. The, the jokes that I really liked in this movie were, for example, when he says, wow, that song from Yentl, 
Sounds a lot like that song from <laughs> yes, Frozen. Yes, it does. Um, and I've thought this before, so. So I, I like the I like the idea of completely unrelated kind of like observational comedy, like mm-hmm. like you know I, I almost like it in the same vein as John Mulaney. Like, yeah, like that could be a stand-up joke. Yeah, just like yeah. do do some <laughs> completely um, <clears throat> semi-absurdist observational comedy and don't make as many in jokes about the Marvel universe. I uh I did enjoy the end of credits scene. Oh yeah. The time So him. does that imply that he went back and changed it all so that his girlfriend is alive again? Honestly wasn't paying attention to that as much as trying to catch all the jokes about Ryan Reynolds doing things that like so he kills he kills the Deadpool that was in one of the Wolverine movies, which I didn't see. Mm-hmm. But it's just apparently that was just like a terrible use of Deadpool, okay. like, and that was the first time he'd uh-huh. been seen. So he kills that character. And he kills Ryan Reynolds before he takes the Green Lantern role. Uh-huh. Um, so I, I just enjoyed how both of those were handled, even though that's kind of a tired joke. The, no, those were very funny. Um, but yeah, as far as like what this actually means for the future but of Deadpool, he I don't, like, I don't does really know. Go back and prevent her from dying okay. yeah he like throws the I see. cream okay. cheese knife like into the guy's forehead okay I was distracted because people who had gotten out of their seat uh, because they thought that the movie was over after that first kind of like half post credit stinger yeah, yeah they were all leaving and then they kept, continued to leave once it was clear that that was not the end of it so I was distracted by why people were still leaving oh so I missed the important thing and then we thing. had a really funny um usher come in who I'm sure was just eager to finish his job finish his job and clean up and he had a really funny tone and was like all right everybody just to let you know there's nothing else there's nothing else to see the credits are just gonna roll i mean you can stay if you want but that's it like it's all that's it there's nothing else and like (laughs) the weirdest matthew broderick at the end of uh fair school ever (laughs) i think we all were like is he yelling at us (laughs) but i think he was just trying to project his voice uh in a kind of a kind way to yeah. be like, no, really, I want to yeah. let you know you don't have to wait more. Slash, I also kind of want to just start cleaning. It was <laughs> it was awkward and funny. Um, David, what else is Ryan Reynolds in? Uh, he was in. I'm going to just think of the first thing that comes to mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adventureland. Uh, he was in. That proposal with Sandra Bullock. That's probably what I remember him as in best. Because of his fire, fa- fire face, slash, because his face is burned uh-huh. as this character. <laughs> I, it was, it's hard for me to imagine him in other roles that he's played. Uh-huh. So sometimes, I mean, I guess in this show, they actually have him go back to not being burned a couple times, like right. when he's in heaven so yeah i was my brain was just really stretching the whole time to think like what other characters does he play right but i like to mix him up with um chris evans huh chris evans by the way who i just learned his father is a dentist in essex so i may uh i may switch david over doesn't him. switch over david doesn't go to the dentist i'm cavity free since Forever. As am I, but I still go twice a year and pay out of pocket so that I can remain cavity free. I'll go to Chris Evans' Anyway, dad. yeah. Oh, I think this 
I think this podcast is disintegrating. Quick, let's reevaluate. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go down. I think I'm gonna go down to six. Ugh, I think I'm being a little bit snobby with the with the com. I think you talking about it more. The writing did feel lazy. Mm-hmm. The jokes feel lazy. So I think I'm gonna go down to a yeah. five. The the novelty of the the R-rated superhero movie kind of wore off by now. So I, I wanted to see instead of just leaning into the R-rated superhero movie thing yeah. more, I, I wanted some more clever jokes. Yeah, because I think Deadpool can do a type of humor that other it's not superheroes can't yeah, do. It's and not so, just how many f words he can say. Yeah, he, him him being able to break the fourth wall. Yeah, and just say something random that's on his mind is a luxury that no other superhero can right. say. Maybe Iron Man a little bit. A little bit. But then he has to get back to like the plot. Right. And I so I I just wanted more exploration with that freedom. <laughs> I agree, but like careful use of it. It's kind of like. With great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> See, I say, I say, pack the movie full of that stuff, but but I think they tried to, but they were lazy about it. I, I just don't want them to pull back on the quantity. I, I think the quantity was good. I see, but the quality suffered. I see, so I, I, see. I would have liked uh-huh. to see more drafts. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> of that script. Yeah, more more standups coming in. To punch I just it felt up. like they, yeah, they weren't. No one was able to say like this is this could be better. Let's edit this. Yeah. Let's try that again. It felt like no one was doing that. It felt like a like a club of people who were like, "That's hilarious! Oh, that's wicked funny too! Oh, that's also wicked funny!" And everybody was just like, "Cool!" and then moved on. Okay, I think we've justified our lowered ratings. Yeah. What did you get into? Five. Five. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that's our show. That's our show, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.